Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to generate content ideas without keyword research. So... Anybody that has a background in SEO or has learned SEO knows that keyword research is important. But Neil and I have always emphasized in the past that, you know, you should really think about generating content for the user first and not so much about uh, keyword research. So the first thing I would say is what I do with my team when we get together and we brainstorm and we probably do this twice a month is we just think about what's interesting to us and what's trending in the area. So how do you find out what's trending uh, in terms of marketing, which is what we're writing about? So, you know, I share my Feedly account with everybody and we follow, you know, the, the top blogs in the space, right? So for us, it might be like marketing land or search engine land or, you know, other sites out there. But the key thing is to make sure that you're staying on top of trends. I also have a little Chrome extension called Panda, which shows me three different feeds for sites that I like to follow all the time, just so I know what's going on. And that way, like, you know, we're, we're trying these new things out um, and then we can just figure out what's interesting to us. And you know what's trending out there, so we'll we'll start to um, tailor our content around that, and you know that lets us go from kind of the the gut and what we're seeing around the industry first, versus trying to go around keyword research because keyword research oftentimes it's it's it it's looking backwards, right? It's looking you know it might be looking a couple months back or like uh, like a month back. It's a trailing indicator sometimes, um, and that's something you want to be careful of. Yeah, another thing that I like doing is I take all my competitor uh, URLs and I put them in BuzzSumo for our content audit and analysis tool, right? The Moz one's actually really good too. And I put it in there, like let's say I go into Moz, I'll put in a URL like Marketing Land or whatever it may be. And what it ends up doing is it ends up breaking down all the popular URLs of my uh, competitors, right, from social shares. And I'm actually on the Moz site right now, and it's pretty much saying how it's going to be retired soon. And if you look at it, what I would end up doing is you go to BuzzSumo, you put in the URL, you find all the popular articles with your competition. Then from there, you look at what type of post can you replicate and make better. So look up Brian Dean's skyscraper technique, just like when you see skyscrapers in the world, someone always tries to one-up them and build a bigger skyscraper in a different city. So if you take their best content, and it let's say is... 21 ways to boost your search engine traffic. If you do 101 ways to boost your search engine traffic, I know it's a shitty title, but you get the point. It went from 21 to 101, right? That's so much better, so much more in depth that people are like, wow, this is amazing. And if they're posted really well in social shares, the chances are yours will do really well from a traffic and social share perspective. Plus, 
you can email out every single one of the people that shared that person's content. So if I was going to Marketing Land and they wrote the post on 21 ways to boost your uh, traffic, BuzzSumo has a button called View Shares. You click it, it shows you all the people who tweeted out that uh, piece of content. You can then email each of those individuals and then you can uh, ask them to also share your content. So I would say something like, hey Eric, I noticed you shared an article recently called 21 Ways to Boost Your Search Engine Traffic by author John Doe. I actually have a similar article coming out next week called 101 Ways to Boost Your Search Traffic. I uh, just want to see if you want to check it out before it releases. Let me know. Cheers, Neil. Usually Eric will respond with, yes, I do. And then I respond back with, here's the URL. Uh, feel free to share it if you like it. Cheers, Neil. P.S. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with. And that's really good to add the P.S. because it reciprocates. Once you do that, you'll start noticing that you get way more social shares. And then I believe Eric uses a tool called Hunter to figure out uh, everyone's email address. You can use hunter.io. Uh, that's a great tool. And you get 150 free uh, emails per month, I believe. Uh, and then also to look at other top pages, uh, you know, two tools that both Neil and I like. Uh, Hrefs is great for that. And SEMrush too, you can just click on top pages to see what people are, their top pages are ranking for. And sometimes it's going to show you, or not sometimes, it's literally going to show you um, how many keywords that that page is ranking for and what keywords uh, these pages are ranking for when you look at your competitors. Um, I also like looking internally at my own analytics just to see what's performing well. And also, more importantly, what type of content is converting really well. And then I might look at a piece of content, let's say, um, you know, 10 SEO techniques that work in 2017. And I'll look at it and say, okay, well, engagement on this page is good. Conversion rate's really high. What can I do to splinter out this content? So let's say there's 10 bullet points. I might take out, you know, three or four of those bullet points that look really good and make them into blog posts as well. So I want to expand on those bullet points. That way you can just look at your the content that's done well for you and figure out, you know, how does it relate to uh, trends going into next year? And then how can you, um, you know, expand on the bullet points that you're talking about so you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. And then the other thing that you want to end up testing out too, when you're trying to get more traffic, it's not just about keywords, right? And that's the whole purpose of this podcast. It's about helping people. So why wouldn't you just go to sites like Quora and see what are the most popular questions within your space? Because they base it off of pluses or likes. I forgot I haven't used Quora in a while. And responses. So find out what the most popular questions are, such as what is it like to be Olympian or how hard is it to train for the Olympics? And if that's a space you're in, like sports, then you go and you write a whole detailed blog post about that on your site. And you'll notice that you'll get tons of traffic within six months of writing that post. Yep. And one other thing you can do is a little more on the unconventional side. You can look at, well, one great example uh, of, of blogs out there that, uh, or copy bloggers, a great example of a site with, with great uh, topic ideas that you can generate. Um, and you can figure out, okay, even though you're not writing about copywriting or, or, um, or marketing, you can just look at their, the headline structure that they have and start to come up with some different ideas. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll also say that if you look at Podcasts are a great way of just looking at the titles because even if even if you look at the podcast that we have right now, um, we try really hard to write great titles that are really simplified and to the point. You can just look at what we have if you're interested in marketing or whatever subject you're interested in. Just look for a podcast around that and try to figure out you know what titles can you pull from it um, to write a blog post or create a video. 
right? People have done the hard work already and you can think about the different channels. Um, so podcast would be a different one. YouTube would be a different one. Um, just think about where else you can go to search for different uh, inspirational ideas. Yeah, and that's pretty much it on mine. Did you have anything else, Eric? That's it from me as well. So we will see you in tomorrow's episode of Marketing School. Again, let us know what you think and keep shooting topic ideas to us. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.